Chapter 14 The Americana in You After an hour or so, we find Matt Chen at S&C's diner. Keeping its mid-1960s decor, the entire place seems to actually want to time travel back. White globes hang from the ceiling. Their inner LEDs illuminate just enough space to make everything visible, but not too bright. Dark red leather booths line the walls. Only the corners feature wraparound booths. The few tables, in the middle of the place, were clearly used for large gatherings. Usually, that amounted to police and firefighter promotion or retirement parties. The waitstaff was as friendly as ever. College-aged, they all worked no more than the mandated four-hour shift, per day. The owner, Sal Carmine, clearly enjoyed the food of his fine establishment. He regularly cooks for and busses tables himself. A family of four, a few booths away from Matt, was ordering enough food to feed eight people. A waitress walks up and puts a menu in front of Matt. Good morning, she beams, with a delight that only someone with a fulfilling life would have. Good morning, Matt responds as he looks at her name tag. Paloma. That's a beautiful name. You don't hear that every day. Thank you, she acknowledges with a smile. Coffee or tea? Tea, thank you, Matt answers. As he opens the menu, Paloma brushes her hair behind her right ear. I'll be back to get your order, she tells him. Take your time, no rush. As she walks away, Matt begins scanning the sticky, laminated menu. Without a second's delay, Paloma returns with a mug and pitcher. She pours some black tea into the off-white mug. After the mug is filled with the requested liquid, Matt puts up his right hand. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He then picks up the mug and smells the liquid for a bit. After taking a sip, Matt smiles at the mug. You know, Matt begins without looking up. This is... Excuse me, a damn fine cup of tea. Matt then looks at Paloma. I've had I don't know how many cups of tea in my life, but this is one of the best. I think thou doth declare too much, Paloma responds with a half smile. Matt then looks at the menu. The slogan at the top makes him chortle a bit. We put the Americana in you. After a few seconds, he tells the waitress what he wants. I think I'll have a tuna melt on wheat, he tells her, clearly ordering off-menu. Paloma looks at Matt, then her boss, and then back at Matt. She leans down a little. I'll see if I can get Sal to do it, she obliges. Anything else? Before Matt can finish saying that he'd love a slice of your famous pie, an extremely well-dressed man sits in front of him. Decked out in pinstripes, the black suit and skinny tie fit right in with the diner's decor. If the situation wasn't so tense, Matt may have asked the man why he was trying so hard to seem ironic. After reaching into his breast pocket, he pulls out his ID and shows it to Paloma. She backs away. The man puts away his ID and stares at Matt. For a good long while... Matt decides to start the conversation. Can I help you? You are Matt Chen, the man asks, 
with a timber that bordered on hatred. And you are? My name doesn't matter, because if you do the right thing, the besuited man is yours. You'll never see me again. Matt takes a sip of his tea, trying with all of his might not to show any sign of weakness. Thankfully for Matt, his hands stopped shaking an hour before. The company would like you to forget about Bray, the man plainly states. I don't know what you're talking about, Matt lies. Exactly, the ominous figure agrees. And if you'd rather keep your life the way that it's been going, you'll go home, take your vitamin, and have a nice nap. I don't know who you are, Matt begins, but you can't appear out of thin air and then dictate someone's life. That's not how it works. Ever so slightly, the man leans in. Unless you're a god. Matt wonders if the man was serious or not. He couldn't possibly believe he was the god, or a god. Everyone knows omnipresence is logistically impossible without quantum computing. As Matt thinks it over, a blink of his eye gave way to an empty seat in front of him. He looks around. The besuited man is standing at the counter. Matt blinks again, and the man was now standing at the diner door, smiling back at him. One final eye reopening beholds an empty doorway, blotted out by the sun.